0: Mitsubishi has just done something of a Holden and pulled out of the UK and Europe, just like that, and nobody saw it coming. What does this mean for Schittsville and future Mitsubishis generally? Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia you can inquire at the website about that i smelled the distinct odor of rat on monday morning when bits O'Shitty, shitty senior executive management here in australia issued an innocuous press release catchily entitled, Mitsubishi Motors Corporation announces Mid-Term business plan, small but beautiful, to achieve cost rationalisation and profitability enhancement for sustainable growth. Well, that just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Buzzword density there, approaching relativistic mass. I <laughs> think you'd agree. Pro tip, okay? Relativistic mass is not actually a thing. It just makes the Lorentz factor easier to digest, obviously. Most people don't know that, and now you do, and we're only like, I don't know, 30 or 40 seconds in. As <laughs> yes. such a win for learn something every day. Miracle cure for insomnia right there, too. That would be the press release, not relativity, which is clearly endlessly interesting. Allow me to translate that headline in case you are having difficulty. It means... We're in the shit financially and we're about to go totally kill Bill on the bottom line and perhaps make several bad decisions to try to remain afloat again. I actually copped the briefest whiff of rat two weeks ago with that crowd when the new PR chick for Bitzo here in Australia responded to an email I sent earlier to the old PR dude. bit of an internal bloodbath had ensued, I'm paraphrasing, Obviously, in which they sucked PR into the black hole of the marketing department and they let the old PR guy go to save some cash, seemingly. That's got cost saving written all over it, right? Especially in light of Monday's We Are Drowning business plan announce. Oh, it's always a disaster when car makers do this, wrapping PR up into marketing. It's such a fail. They're different things, just saying. Anywho, on the very same day, the small but beautiful bullshit bits of shitty Bushido business plan got released to investors. They boned the UK and Europe like, so long and thanks for all the fish and the chips, in the case of the UK, obviously. Bitso doodoo is imported by a third party in Liz Regina Stan, which is called, alliteratively, the Colt Car Company, which said... It did not at any point anticipate receiving this news. Like, what a surprise. Kind of like being mugged. So, thank you very much for the forewarning, Mitsubishi. Well done there. Corporate dudes, what are they thinking? You know, like why not clue up everyone in the supply chain before making announcements? Seems to make sense to me. Anyway, what's going to happen is that the 103 Bitso dealers in the People's Republic of Brexit, Patamia, and their Eurostanian counterparts will continue selling Mitsubishi vehicles which are currently on offer, until these vehicles get phased out by natural attrition because, you know, they no longer comply with regulations or they just get superseded or things of that nature. But the introduction of new bitso shitties into the UK and Europe is over, okay, with immediate effect. And yeah... That sound you can hear is the sound of the value of a Mitsubishi dealer's franchise in West anal sex or something hitting the tiles on the friggin' bathroom floor and shattering into a bajillion pieces. A metric bajillion, too, I'll have. The Mitsubishi Motors Death Star has a somewhat tedious 19-page PDF of Monday's investor presentation, the bold new small beautiful bullshit business plan, whatever, from Monday on its website. If you visit my blog on that link up there somewhere, you can download that, but just do not please operate heavy machinery while reading. There's some A grade virtue signaling in that document. To secure profit through contributing to society. And of course, the requisite volume of expected corporate nonsense. Providing our reliability through four wheel drive and off road performance. Now that I think about it, there was quite a bit of nonsense. Omnidirectional expansion strategy. Profit growth focused on regions and products where we have strengths. To which I would retort. Pro tip, dudes. That's the exact opposite of omnidirectional. Anything right there. Focus, I would suggest, is the opposite of friggin' omnidirectional. You either spray and pray or you aim, right? They're different things. And you're not expanding. Pretty clearly, you are slashing. Fair income. Doing this job, I'd have you know, at times is just like working in a friggin' turd mine. Great big haul today, darling, high-grade, oh, yes. But unfortunately, we didn't manage to make Australia less shit. As your next prime mincer. I am truly sorry about that. Anyway, cutting through these timeless gems of corporate unspeak and wanky investor appeasement, they're cutting 15% of staff costs, okay? They're also going to bone the Pajero, which is reliable and dependable, bit of a mainstay of the brand, but which also has a touch of Age of the Dinosaurs about it right now. And of course, they're slashing costs, including, worryingly, R&D costs. Shot callers at bits of shitty head office see Southeast Asia, Oceania, South America, and Middle and East Africa as growth drivers for the business. So it's not omnidirectional at all. It's targeted. And they're basically just slashing, right, in Eurostania, Retardistan, and of course back home in Bushidoville. They've also updated their Tinder profile, I'm told, and they're actively seeking more enthusiastic intercourse in China. Aren't we all? Hashtag bamboo cage fantasy. Schittsville is not actively mentioned that much in the plan, Too small and somewhat uncivilised, I suppose. But they did manage to colour it orange in the manner of second-tier profit drivers globally, along with our good friends just over the ditch in Sheepshagistan. I think we proud sons and daughters of Anzacs, we brothers and sisters, Caucasian comrades, cousins, Antipodean dudes and dudettes, whomever, we've just been bundled up and coloured orange in crayon by virtue of Geographic convenience, Southeast Asia, we'll colour it all orange. We can sell a few more bits of shitties down there, kind of thing. So no, I don't think there's too much risk of Bitzo pulling a Holden down under and disappearing up its own anus. Not foreseeably anyway, but one never knows, obviously. From that point of view, the brand seems fairly stable in Australia. They could do better, but... But perhaps the most chilling aspect of BITZO's small but beautiful bullshit Bushido business plan is buried on death by PowerPoint slide number 15 in the Prezzo. Utilization of the Alliance. Nissan and Renault. In particular, more collaboration in manufacturing. It also seems that a rebadged Renault traffic is due for the three-diamond badge burden here in Schittsville. The alliance is, of course, a three-way between Renault, Nissan and Bitso Shitty, with Bitso jumping between the sheets with the other two after Nissan bought 34% of Bitso in October 2016. So friggin' incestuous, the car industry. How this works, okay? They all detest each other trilaterally, but they need money or Economic advantage is probably a better term for what they need. Disregard, I think you'd say, is especially palpable vis-a-vis Nissan in respect of Renault. There's a special corner of hell reserved for those deeply held negative feelings in the boardroom. My take on this, okay, there's two things. This bullshit business plan has been counter written all friggin' over it. And bean counters have their place, don't get me wrong. I mean, everyone in business uses one. I use one. But when shit goes sideways, metaphorically, like it's two hours before dawn and you're running low on ammo and we're all fixing bayonets, you probably don't want to see yourself stuck in a friggin' foxhole with a squad of bean counters. In the automotive domain, with your back against the wall in this fashion, you need dudes who can inspire products with passion, with excitement, with actual innovation. And bean counters are just kind of dead to that. Like, what's wrong with the old engine and the five speed auto that has served us so well and for which we have already amortized those costs? It's in. It's kind of impossible to put an ROI against passion and excitement in a bullshit business plan, okay? It just is. Bean counters, they're not the right tool for this job. Which leads me to point number two. Bits of shitty seems to me like it's at a crossroads right now. Like, okay, by all means, rebadge badge Renault traffic and sell it as a Mitsubishi Express or something, if you want. That kind of makes sense when you think about it because Renault is the biggest player in commercial vans in Europe and they have been for roughly two decades or something. It is their core strength, that brand. They're doing something right in the domain of vans. And Mitsubishi has a much bigger commercial footprint here in Australia and they've got more cred in light commercials locally. So BITSO will probably sell quite a lot more traffics here for the cost of a few diamond badges and a new grill or whatever. So if they do this right, this kind of thing can be a real plus. But the worry is, this kind of thing can also go out of control. It can become the Chernobyl of dodgy brand cross-contamination. How much Mitsubishi R&D For future product is going to be lifted directly from Nissan. Let's go a bit Stephen King on this because this is a horror story based upon the concept that I would not trust Nissan to develop rubber dog shit reliably, okay? I just wouldn't. There were too many runs on the board in the other direction. The litany of contemporary design defects from Nissan includes the worst possible battery pack design on the Generation 1 LEAF and the consequential customer exploitation globally orbiting around that, which continues even to this day. And then there's the Pathfinder, OK, with its rolling series of unfixable, undiagnosable defects, including the disgraceful Jatco CVT transmission. And Jatco is, of course, 75% Nissan owned. Yes, well done there with automotive inception. Dudes putting shit boxes inside shitboxes inside shitboxes, seemingly without end. Imagine an horrific future in which the next Mitsubishi Pajero is in fact just a hastily rebadged Nissan Pathfinder. (sighs) That is how to trash all the collateral built up in a model over decades in just one model evolution, I'd suggest. Even more chillingly, imagine a future in which the next generation Triton Ute is actually just a Navara, albeit with slightly different hair and makeup. Triton currently is one of the best utes available, especially on value criteria, it just is. And Navara is one of the worst. And I can make this case objectively win any argument on this. It's not about how you feel, it's not about what you bought, they're called facts. Navara is unnecessarily hobbled as a ute, mainly because of the dud deal Nissan did with the three-pronged suppository over the ill-fated X-Class project, which is another example of joint R&D going horribly wrong. If Nissan has more political power than bits of shitty in this alliance trio from hell, including Renault, then Mitsubishi's days as an innovator are Over. They just are. And speaking for car buyers everywhere, even though nobody elected me to do this, clearly, as well as being the owner of a current Triton GSR Ute, I sincerely hope this is not how this plays out. Mitsubishi still has the capacity to do excellent work in R&D and it did not drop the ball in the GFC and fail to recover it every year since in the manner of Nissan and of course Honda. I don't know why the Japanese did this, too conservative I suppose. I would say to you that what you want as a car buyer is actual competition, driving innovation and real choice in the market. The road to automotive hell, right, it's paved by this trend towards bean counter-inspired quasi-monopolies, which can give you a thousand reasons why this month's shit sandwich is going to be the best that you've ever tasted. Pro tip, it's still a shit sandwich. Thank you very much for watching, and don't forget, links in the description for the business plan PDF if you're having trouble sleeping.